Welcome to another episode of Arizona State Parks and Trails Podcast. Today, we're talking with guests Caitlin and Lori from a group called Ability360. They're a nonprofit organization that provides programs for people with disabilities to lead independent lifestyles, and they also have an adaptive sports and recreation program. And that's what we're going to hear from them about today. We've worked with Ability360 for a few years now, and we most recently worked with them on a project called SCORP. It stands for the Statewide Comprehensive Outdoor Recreation Plan. We put out a survey asking the public and recreation providers what needs improvement when it comes to outdoor recreation. And when we had our listening session with Ability360, we knew it was a story that we wanted to share with you, the listeners. It's inspiring and something that should matter to us all. So we hope you enjoy this episode and let's welcome Caitlin and Lori to the show. All right, guys. So welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. We're so excited to be here. Well, we're excited to have you guys here and talk about how we can get even more people outside. We're always looking to get people outside at Ability360. Right. So we'll, kind of tell us a little bit about who you are and what you're doing with Ability360. So I am the program manager of recreation therapy and uh, aquatics at Ability360. And Ability360, we are a sports and fitness center where Caitlin and I work, but we're an overall nonprofit that works with people of, of all abilities, all ages, all backgrounds in what's known as a center for independent living. We've been around in the Phoenix area for 40 years, and we are about empowering people and letting them live and having, helping them to live their most independent life. Yeah, I was on your website earlier today, and the very opening blurb is a, a really cool statement about empowering. So I love that you mentioned that. Can you go into a little bit of detail about how you empower people? Yeah. So as a person living with a disability myself and um, being employed at Ability360, we really help people with disabilities gain those tools to be able to become independent. And like Lori and I were saying earlier, you know, if we're able to help somebody do what it is that they want to do and we don't ever see them again, that's a really good sign because that means they've been independent and they're back into their community and they're recreating and doing the things that they want to do. You're like a dating app, which is a cruel example. <laughs> I like but you that. know when you delete the dating app, like mission accomplished. Everything's that's been true. Good. I like I that. Know. That's going to be our new uh, our new slogan. Work it into yeah. your campaigns for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. So well, that's awesome. We're hearing your voice. Can you introduce yourself <laughs> yeah. to Caitlin and, and what do you do with Ability360? So my name is Caitlin Verfurth and I am, uh, I've, I just got a new position at Ability360. I'm the program coordinator for 360 Outdoors, which is a new program that we've started at Ability360 where, like in the name, everything is outdoors. So um, we do outdoor rock climbing, adaptive, non-adaptive. We do, um, we're going to start doing paddleboarding, kayaking. The biggest expedition we're going to do is the Grand Canyon this summer. We're going to do a 12-day oh, wow. excursion, 226 miles down the Colorado River. Um, we're taking a bunch of people with disabilities. Uh, yeah. We're also going to, st we start an off-road hand cycling program, which was really exciting. We just got some brand new bikes, assisted bikes, and... Pretty much the sky's the limit. Um, I know I want to do some like parasailing and some glide and some other things, maybe some surfing. Um, but there's a lot of things on, on, on in the plan. Do you come from a background in the outdoors? 
I do. I uh, lived in Flagstaff for the last 11 years, and I was outside a lot. I love Flag. I really miss it. Yeah, we I moved down too, here about yeah. a year and a half ago, and I really miss Flag. But um, I'm excited to take people up to Flag from here because I know where all the great spots are and the ones that are accessible. It's about being together yeah. in the yeah. outdoors. So, uh, you know, I think we're trying to bring awareness to people with all sorts of, of disabilities. So when... Well, so, so we're not even yeah. talking disabilities. Yeah. So you keep on saying disabilities, yeah. people with disabilities, you know, it's not people just people. With, it's everybody. The yeah. Disability is the only minority group in the world, not just the U.S., in the world that 100% of the population will be affected by at some point in their lives or another, whether by themselves, by a family member, by children. And a disability may not be permanent or temporary. It may I not grow- be visible either. It right. may not be visible. And it could um, be age-related. It could be, be age-related. Related. And that's right. why it's 100% of the population will be affected by it. So it's not really about disabilities. It's about accessibility. And that's what we go for. It's not about disability. It's about accessibility. So you're that mom who has too many kids and you're You're pushing pushing your stroller. stroller. Grandma and grandpa used to love to get outdoors and now they use a walker and they can't. Um, You're like me and you were taken out by a snowboarder. Now you've got a broken bone. Well, now I can't access the parks for six to eight weeks. So everybody at some point in their lives is going to be affected by the inaccessibility of these parks. And that's what we want to talk about is making these parks truly accessible for all, for everyone. Right now, if you are in that stage of life or at this moment in time, you can just get out of your car, whip out the bike and jump on a trail. That's great. But you need to think about the fact that there may not be enough accessible parking spots. Mm -hmm. So where you can quickly jump out and whip your bike out, Caitlin can't pull up next to a car, open her door enough to pull her chair out because there's not an accessible spot. So it's parked in the regular spot. So and it's it's that understanding. It's parking in a regular spot, which may be fine, but there's only one curb cut and there's only one opening in a gate. And that opening in that gate may be yeah. way, way, way down at the other ends of, of a parking lot on the other side of a building. It may not, and they're usually not very visible, but I, we really understand the concept of why there needs to be gates around mm-hmm. everything. But at the same time, there needs to be public access to to some of them. Right. And you guys are fighting things, uh, infrastructure that's been in place for so long yes. yeah. that they didn't even plan for that kind of stuff when they were building stuff. So that that's a big job. Yeah. Yeah. If someone gave you a ton of money and said, and a magic wand and they're like, go where, what would be your, where do you start with this kind of thing? I mean, your, your organization's dedicated to this mission. So certainly you've, you've got priorities. What are those? Oh man, every part. I mean, if I had, this is a really big question, but if, you know, if we had a ton of money, every single park would have um, some kind of adaptive assisted device to be able to get anybody out on a trail or anybody to the lake or anybody to get to the dock to fish. Um, It's, I would go personally, I would be at, at access, at truly physical access. It would go to gates. It would go to restructuring gates. Um, technology is there. If if I can send someone over my phone to get into my house, why can't we let this 
gate be there, but be, have Caitlin be able to text someone at the state to assign her a code for the day so she can lock and unlock that gate and have access to a section of the park where where anybody who can walk through is fine, but because it's not the width there or paved for Caitlin, she may need to be four feet down the trail. It would be switching everything over to a system like that, where gate access could be given, where a gate could be open and closed. So someone in a chair could be used. Someone who uses a power chair, yeah. someone who uses a power assistive device. We use what's called the train hopper. There are other just assisted devices. Uh, train harpers are made right here in Tempe. Um, some people go, oh, that's an ATV. It's not. It's a power wheelchair. I call it a power wheelchair on steroids. Pretty much. It's a power <laughs> wheelchair with four large tires so that you can go on a normal hiking trail. So you can go and, and access these points, but you can't get it through the normal spaced out pylons that are designed to keep people mm-hmm. from bringing ATVs through. So it'd be gate access. It would be... A clearing a warehouse with terrain hoppers, with what's known as a Moby mat or some kind of portable device so that people can access waterways through a wheelchair. It would be water chairs. It would be a lot of physical equipment that would allow everybody to have access. That makes sense. And those are all those are definitely things that uh, that are that we look at when making decisions for for the future. So, I mean, those are exactly the kind of things that need to be in the SCORP. Yeah. And that's, and that's what we put in the SCORP is that this is not major stuff. We do not need to cut, you know, miles and miles of new trail. It exists. We need access to a gate. We need, whether it's concrete or portable mats, we need terrain hoppers. We need, um, those terrain, I want to like those terrain hoppers. I've seen them in action. Those are freaking awesome. They're really, those awesome. are the tank ones, right? They have the tank. Wheels those, things? those are not the no. tank ones. Oh, the not. tank ones, are, those, those are awesome too. Those are oh, really yeah. awesome too. Um, the terrain hopper is not as beefy, I would say as the tank. Uh, but the terrain hopper can definitely, you know, get you on a trail. I think the tank could get you literally through a forest and you could go anywhere that you right. wanted to go. Um, but just, you know, one thing that as Lori was talking that I just been thinking about, so we got these brand new off-road hand cycles. They're, they're, they're lasher bikes. They're made in Las Vegas. And, you know, this new program we want to be able to bring to our members. And one of the things that we have been talking about and in my back of my mind is where are we going to be able to go? Because a lot of the cool trails that people go mountain biking on, they have this gate with like a V. I don't know what you call it. Lori might know. But you have to like either step over it and lift your bike Mm -hmm. over or you can't go around it because it's always um, fenced off. So that's like, like, where are we going to go with these things? Um, Because people, people don't realize that we cannot step over. I cannot, you know, physically step over. Um, I've even gone to out to Usury Park and up in Mesa and I've literally had to pull my chair over, transfer onto the bar, pull my chair over just to get access to the trail. That is accessible, but right. I can't get to the trail if I can't get in. And not everybody's going to do that either. Is not everybody? Well, not can everybody do can. That. Yeah, yeah, no. You know, people can't see Caitlin, but no, Caitlin. But Caitlin luckily, she's shape. tiny, and so yeah. I can, and she's in good shape. But also, she's so she can throw herself over a yeah. bar. I've seen it. Um, but also, I have picked her up, and yeah. you know, I was going to say you could have helped her. Oh, yeah. 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 She, 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 she gets picked up. <laughs> you know, backpacked, not a problem. But, you know, not everybody is. No, we have a friend who he's a big guy. And there's been there, 
wheelbarrow, like literally holding his legs that he does not feel and cannot control and having to use his arms to step over, over. that. And then somebody else picking up his chair, put it, picking it up and over mm-hmm. just to get to the other side of these gates. Yeah, yes. Everybody else takes a great gate for granted. Don't yeah. They? Right. Yeah. And you don't even I, yeah. think about I it. I can't tell you how many times um, we floated down the Salt River a lot last summer. I can't tell you how many times, how many people have come up to us just in that parking lot in the at use water water users parking lot saying to Lori or all like she's with us a bunch of us wheelies I call people in chairs wheelies and they'll they'll just come like wow I never would have thought how you would do this in a wheelchair Arizona is famous for its sunsets but what happens after dark is just as incredible and there's no better place to watch the stars than a dark sky park See constellations, planets, and even the Milky Way as you've never seen them before at Karchner Caverns and Oracle State Parks in southern Arizona. Or join us at a star party to observe the wonders of the night sky through telescopes with the help of an astronomer. Find your starry night at azstateparks.com stars. Yeah, you know, I think a lot of times when we talk on our podcast, we talk about how most people care and they want to do the right thing. But if they're not aware, then they just don't know what they don't know. Mm -hmm. So part of your work must also be about raising awareness too, I imagine. Oh, it's all about raising awareness. it's, It's about awareness to our clients that they can get out and do this and awareness to the community that they can get out and do this. Um, so it's just, it's always about education, 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 and, the only way you can get accessibility for all is to let everybody know that everyone can be included. Yeah. And um, like the first, me and Lori are new to Ability360. We both kind of started around the same time. And Lori and I went on our terrain hopper day together for the first time. And I was a participant that day because I had never been in one and I wanted to see what it was like. We went to a trail in North Scottsdale and I'll never forget this feeling I had. And I've had this feeling before and it just it gives you a really bad stomach ache. And um, we were going out on the terrain hopper and this lady was coming at us and she goes, you're not allowed to have an electric device like that on this trail. And I said, no, I know that this is my mobility device. This is how I get on the trail. I'm not able to walk. This is the way I can get out and experience it. And she says, well, I just, I think you should let someone know. I don't think that's right. And then Lori, I heard you behind me started going like, well, yeah, rah, rah. and, um, but it's just more making sure that people that enjoy the outdoors know that they might see these devices on the trail and it's okay, but this is how we get out. And this is how I'm able to recreate. And a lot of folks like myself and people that are older, younger, all kinds of generations. What other type of devices might people see out on the trail then? People might see a big, rugged off-road uh, wheelchair. The wheels in the front are a lot bigger and knobbier, and the wheels in the back are knobbier. Um, it'll go a lot slower because you're if you're pushing uphill. Um, there's a couple different. Um, there's a safari chair. That's um, it. So they have you take. It looks like it's a the wheelchair with the beefy wheels, but it also then has two poles that go on it. And um, if you can imagine, you know, you see the picture of like ancient Egypt, yeah. they're carrying the king. It's the really the same, two people in the back, two people in the front, and then the chair can be lifted up and over rugged terrain okay. and then placed back down and go back to using that. Um, there is the new bikes, like the ones we just got, Lasher bikes, uh, where they're basically, they not basically, they are tricycles, reverse tricycle, you know, they're tricycles, um, but they're recumbent. You, you sit down, uh, feet are out in front by the single wheel, and then you use a hand crank 
right. and and they are an e-assist. Uh, it's a different motor than is on an e-bike, but this is an e-assist because someone arms were not meant to pedal our bodies up mountains. Uh, so they are to help someone get assist them up a hill and up rugged terrain, but it's big giant mountain bike tires on a frame that is pedaled by your arms. And those things like, it it sounds similar to the, this guy used to work here, had one where he kind of laid on his stomach Uh, and did it. Yeah. Yeah. I used to have one of those. And that guy did some crazy stuff Uh, on that. So is that similar? That's more of a climber. That thing climbs up hills. Yeah. Um, I had one for a couple of years. I didn't like it because um, you're constantly down and you don't really get to enjoy what you see. Right. Um, but one thing I just want to bring up about the e-assist is um, before before we had this electricity and when people wanted to go out with, you know, on their mountain bike or in their chair with their friends and family, maybe that didn't have a disability there'd be no way we would ever be able to keep up. There'd be no way I could keep up with my husband on a mountain bike trail if I didn't have e-assist. Right. So that just makes my experience as a rider, as a person recreating a lot much, a much more better than being like far behind everybody and, and not being with a group. It helps and your a, connection yeah. to the family. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're like right there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And the, the key there is the family. That first day that Caitlin and I had started and it was her first day out with train hoppers, um, a dad and two sons, they stop by and they're like, wow, what is it? It's really cool. I'm like, well, it's a terrain hopper. It it's it's a mobility device. It allows and he's just like, wow, I have a third son. This is but my third son has cerebral palsy. He wasn't there. And is <laughs> always home with my wife when we mountain bike on the weekends. Never thought my son could ever do something like this. So here's a gentleman who goes out and bonds with his kids out on the trail every Saturday morning and his other son stays home with his wife. So the wife is now not interacting. The ch- the other child's not interacting. The family split in activities because they didn't know this accessibility exists. Mm-hmm. But if they could go to a state park and sign out a terrain hopper or a lasher bike or some other device, they could go out and ride as a family. Mm-hmm. I've seen programs in Colorado. I've been to a lot of Colorado state parks that have a similar uh, situations there where they can rent things out. And, uh, you know, that, I don't even know if that's been discussed for Arizona state parks. I, I just know what we I saw. We talked about it yeah. in the SCORP. We okay, did. good. good. You, <laughs> we did. You, you suggested it in the SCORP. Yeah. Sweet. We did. We, we was so I'm sure we'll hear about SCORP. it soon. Yeah. Then. yeah. I know in California, if you want to go to the beach, if you want to get to the ocean, they have little, um, little houses where someone's in there and you can rent a beach chair for the day or, you know, take it to go to the water and then someone can bring it back. So it could, it's very doable. It's very, very doable. These things are pretty expensive, though. There, I've noticed because they're so specialized, and that's kind of a problem. We're talking a car. Yeah. 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 We're talking twenty, twenty, thirty thousand dollars yeah. for a terrain hopper, for a lasher bike. Everything has to be custom made, everything has to be custom and handmade. So, when the average person complains about, oh my God, the price of bike tires have gone yeah. up, have you tried to replace a wheelchair tire? No. Uh, you know, Good so, luck. so there's just certain things that when people complain and they take it for granted is, is how I look at it is they don't understand on um, Caitlin popped a wheel. Never mind the fact that she, well, she didn't pop it. One of the airlines did, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. broke her wheel and it was days without a wheel. It was hundreds of dollars to replace. So it is very expensive. You know, Caitlin wants a bike. She can't just 
it's multiple bikes. It's multiple bikes starting at, you yeah. can't go pick up no. a Walmart special no. or a Toys R Us special or something used online. You could, there's very few used that you could find, but you're talking starting for a bike, for a hand cycle. You're talking starting at $5,000. So where do, where do people go that, that want to get into that kind of thing? And they, they just don't have the available funds. Ability 360, 360? outdoor recreation. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> Imagine that. So yeah, the Ability 360 is a really great place to come and test out a variety of different mobility devices to get yourself out on the trails in nature. And the other really cool thing or a lot of what a lot of people don't know is there are really great organizations that do help people with financial assistance by applying for some kind of sort of grant. So for this $22,000 mountain bike that somebody would want, they could fill out not just one grant, not just two grants, maybe three or four grants in order to pay for. And that's going to take you maybe a year or two because each grant has a cycle and you have to wait to get approved. I mean, that's a whole process. I think it's, that's kind of rough because then they make it hard to get the grants. I mean, that's just the nature of grants anyways. That's why there's people that help you through grants and stuff like that. But man, yeah, that's kind of. So our our people, people with disabilities that are, whether they're in organized sports or, or, or outdoor sports, Grants are really how we get money. Unless you're somebody that was fortunate enough to have a car accident, you have some kind of settlement, and you're a millionaire, then you can have every toy you want. And and unfortunately, that's very that's very uncommon. So if the state could have a rental pool yeah. that someone could go to, they wouldn't have to worry about it because maybe they come out to Ability 360 and they love it and it's great and this mountain bike is awesome. And so four days from now, I want to go for a ride, not four years from now. No. I want to be able to just take a bike and go to any park anywhere, not just where where we have a program or where in the Northern Arizona, there's multiple outdoor programs throughout the state. If they just want to go with their family, if they could go to the state locker mm-hmm. or to the state yeah. park that has this equipment and then just sign it out and take it out for the day. The freedom it would give. Would there be a way, and this is kind of, this is off topic. This might not even be in the podcast, but is it, would there be a way to get some of those things, get you guys, go to a state park and have this thing where people can see them in action? Yeah, we would love, we would love to do that. To do that. We love to do that. Love okay. to do that. Because then we could promote the crap out of it. And then, yeah. Because we, we have a good reach. And a lot of those people are... There are older people that might not be able to enjoy the outdoors as they once could. And maybe these people will know somebody that, um, you know, needs some sort of assistive device on the trails. So, everybody I mean, knows somebody. Everybody knows. What is everybody, everybody knows, knows somebody. somebody. And right. you want to, if anybody wants to see um, the terrain hopper in action and just see sheer joy is there's we did a video introducing when we first introduced caitlin in her new position as the outdoor supervisor um we took the train hoppers out we went down to the salt river and it is we have a youtube page so ability 360 has a youtube page and there is a video of caitlin and another friend of ours out there and it gives you feel the feeling and that freedom that these devices give you. Um, just out yesterday, and we just got these bikes. We literally just got these last bikes last weekend. week. And so on Saturday, we took them for the first time. There's a guy I never knew he could even smile. Yeah. And oh. he came down oh. the ramp. Smiling. I swear to God, his head was going to explode. His that's smile awesome. was so yeah. big. So that's what it's about. It was like, wow. 
the freedom that just riding up and down because we need to check and make sure you can ride. And you and guys did that for that guy. Yeah. We, you, all we oh did was put him in a bicycle. We just put him in a bike. Yeah, but that's we, awesome. You that's, connected yeah. him with, oh with yeah. nature. You showed Huge. him things that he we, needed to see. We had awesome. a guy on the same day. He was just, I uh, had a spinal cord injury yeah, not a even bike. a year ago a, in a mountain biking accident. Never thought he'd ever ride again. Never thought, yeah. We were able to get him in one of the the mountain bikes, and whoo, his whole, he's like, "Wow, I like." There is a reason to like my life isn't over, and we're like, yeah. "No, it's not. Yep. No, it's so it's huge." I love that. Well, this is really this is really meaningful yeah, work. Okay, this is yeah. life changing. I was like, "Wait, we do it?" And I'm like, I know, I'm myself goosebumps. I know, <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome. I love that story. Yeah, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah, it, the big one. I think the thing is, and we didn't put it on there. Or maybe we did. No, it's education yeah. and understanding. You know, Caitlin said how she felt so uncomfortable, and then she heard me wah 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 in the background. My wah 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 in the background was explaining to people how, by one, by law, she has all rights to be there mm-hmm. because everybody has all rights to be there. It's part of the ADA. It has. It's. It is allowed. That is an assistive device. But it's people not attacking somebody and mm-hmm. un- having understanding, having empathy, having compassion, having yeah, just even just curiosity. curiosity. Yeah, just, yeah. yeah. person had approached yeah. you with right. a genuine yeah. wondering. Oh, heck I'm yeah. sure you would have been more than happy, oh, Caitlin, to explain. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Instead of like and, attacking me. And I would have want, want, want her. I would yeah. have had a whole conversation. I would have explained it. And, and it's just it's about educating the community and educating people that one talk to Caitlin, talk yeah. to the person who's yeah. in the chair. If you have questions, ask. It's just, you know, the same thing I, I was told by my mom and I told my my kids, you can't fix it. You mm-hmm. can't change things if you don't ask because people don't know no. it's broken. Yep. And right now the system's broken. Yeah. Yeah. And we need ask. How can yeah. we fix it? How can we help you? What is that? Educate yourself. Educate, educate, educate. It's really what it comes down to. I love that. So that's what we as individual people can do. We can ask questions. Ask. We can educate. Yes. We can seek. And then, I, honestly, this is what SCORP was all about. 100%. To be 100% honest, this was the re- we had to ask these questions. We yeah. wanted to know. So, gosh, I'm just so glad that you're sharing. And then for, for us and all our listeners... Ask yeah. the questions. Yeah. Ask Come the with question. a genuine sense of curiosity and seek yeah. to understand. And don't attack yeah. and understand. No. Yeah. And if I, like I, for myself, you know, I always give people the benefit of the doubt. And I always really like to put myself in other people's shoes. And if I can give some perspective to anybody listening today, it's as a kid, when I was seven years old, I was injured in an automobile accident. And that day of moving forward, I was never going to be able to walk again. I, as a kid before that time, we lived right next to like these woods and I would go walk and get lost in these woods every, every day in the summer after school. And just anybody listening, if you lost that ability to be able to just wander and explore wherever you wanted to go and that ability was taken away, how else would you do it? And these devices are how we do it. And if that can give anybody some kind of perspective of why it is and the, the tools that we use, um, that's that's where we're coming from. Ability 360 is here to help you reconnect yeah. with the outdoors. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we do. Reconnect or connect for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Connect, you know, they're just just you just because you haven't done it before doesn't mean you can't now. 
It's awesome. Yeah, I don't think Kenya's ever ridden a bike. No, not until yeah, yesterday. Not until yesterday. No, no, yeah. 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 That's amazing. It's all. It's awesome. I mean, you guys are doing incredible work. <laughs> it is such a pleasure to talk to you. Um, yeah. And, and I think that I think that Scorp and the state parks, we have a lot that we're excited about because the outdoors are truly for everyone. We know that, and and now it's just about how to make sure that everybody can enjoy it. Exactly, and that's what we were so excited that to have been invited yeah. to yeah. work on the Scorp and be part of the process to to be invited to the table to, to, and along with the other minority groups that were invited to this year's SCORP. And I think that this SCORP cycle is going to look a lot different than the mm-hmm. ones in the past. And, I think so too. And mm-hmm. I think yeah. it's going to change the way parks look in the future and the way we all access. And when I mean all, I mean all. Mm-hmm. It could. And I, and I hope so. And until then, we're all just going to work on educating everybody. Um, getting everybody outside because as the theme of today has been out, the outdoors is for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So let's just get out there. Let's get out there. And yeah. Yeah. We mentioned that we recently worked with Caitlin and Lori from Ability360 on a project called SCORP. This is something we do every five years to be eligible for federal grant funding for recreation programs. And it helps us, Arizona State Parks and Trails, identify priorities and funding for future outdoor recreation projects across all of Arizona. We partnered with ASU researchers on this study, and the results are out now for public review. We'd love your feedback, so please be sure to check it out and let us know your thoughts. Visit azstateparks.com slash SCORP. That's S-C-O-R-P. We'll be sure to also link it in the show notes. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you on the next episode.